Welcome to the True Safety Podcast with Apollonia Rockwell, where each week you hear from safety industry experts and leaders discussing safety culture, team development, and the future of the safety industry. If you are looking for help with your safety program or have questions, head to truesafetyservices.com slash podcast. Let's get started. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of True Safety Podcast. On this episode, I'm jumping back in. My name is Seth, and I'm here with Apollonia Rockwell, the host. Apollonia, how is your Friday morning going? It is awesome. I had a great workout this morning, and I have my cousin's baby shower this weekend, so I'm really excited. I can't believe it's Friday. Yes. Yeah, indeed. It has gone by quickly. And, uh, you know, in case our listeners don't know, Apollonia is... Um, you know, leading true safety. She has also been featured on Forbes 30 under 30 and you just had your second baby. So how is baby Goldie doing? Baby Goldie is fantastic. The house is wild while I'm getting ready for work every morning, doing my hair and makeup. Like I hear mass chaos, like a scene from the Avengers. I don't even know. I don't even know what's going on in the back. It's like screaming, yelling, crying. It's a mess. It's wild. So yeah, my, my life is out of control Love it. Love <laughs> right it. Now with the two babies. So speaking of that, uh, life can get stressful. Um, and so today we're actually going to be talking about <laughs> yeah. like stress in the workplace, um, how to cope with stress and your you're actually kind of working on, we don't want to say yet you're in development, but you're beginning to kind of lay the groundwork for actually a training that would address this. Tell me more about that. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited about this. So I feel like our best products are developed when their customer developed, if that kind of makes sense. When our customers come to us, time after time for the same product, maybe. And one thing that's been universal with trucking companies, manufacturing, construction, oil and gas, one thing that's been consistent is stress. And to be honest with you, I'll share this with our, you know, our insider group, people that listen to the podcast is that we were looking at developing a mental health course But I don't know if the industry is ready for those words like mental health. I don't know if the construction industry is ready for it yet. So it's, it's, it really is mental health, but we're going to call it stress management and it's all the same thing. But I'm really, really excited. Um, Red Rocks Community College, Colorado's OSHA training institution is going to be, um, they're really interested in developing out a course as well. And it, the topic is on their mind, um, mental health, stress, coping mechanisms in the workplace. Love it. Yeah. And that's going to be with John Dunsmore, who we've had on the podcast and he's coming back on soon too, to, we'll probably talk about this some. So, um, why is this needed? Because when it comes to stress, I think there's oftentimes a perception of like, okay, yeah, there's going to be stress at work and you leave it at work and there's going to be stress at home and you leave it at home. Um, but even kind of this, it's still, it's like, okay, you know, you just deal with it. You figure it out on your own and you deal with it. And I think from a management perspective, a lot of managers and, you know, executives over, over the years have had a perspective of, you need to kind of deal with your own stuff. Like you need to deal with the stress. And not until recently has there been conversations of like, 
let's actually address this from a corporate level, from a team level. So why is this needed? And like help provide some context for this. Yeah, I think that climbing out of the pandemic and just just this year, these last couple months, I mean, re-entering in what seems like a pandemic round two of COVID outbreaks. I mean, I'm sure like right now, as you're listening, you've probably, you probably know of somebody who is sick and knows. (laughs) Yeah. Or you are just sick. Everybody that wasn't this time last year is currently. (laughs) Is currently sick right now. I know. I can't even count how many people that I know are sick right now. It's pretty crazy. But, um, I think that us as humans, we're, we're experiencing, uh, trauma fatigue is how I've been hearing the psychologists, uh, name this outbreak round two. What we're entering in, in 2022 is just this, there's so much uncertainty again, and our minds have gone through COVID first round uncertainty, and now life is back to normal. And now we're kind of going into this shutdown mode, uh, mode again, where restaurants and businesses are requiring masks again. And so it's so up and down right now. Are vaccines required? Are they not? Um, am I going to be fired because I'm not um, vaccinated or not? So there's just so much going on right now. Our bodies can't like deal with all this stress and all this unknown. And so this stress cannot be left at the door. It's not left at home. We're only human. And so everything that we're dealing with, we're bringing it to the workplace, obviously. And that affects every single thing we do at work, the decisions that we make, um, how we make people feel while we're at work. Um, it was really interesting. The, uh, professionals over at Red Rocks, she was describing the definition, um, of stress is having expectations. She said it a lot better than I I will right now, but it was like having expectations on yourself that you're unclear if you can accomplish or not. And so having demands on yourself that you're unsure if you can accomplish or not. And I was like, Whoa, that is huge. If we just, you know, if we just had a class about maybe, maybe identifying what stress is, that's one thing. And then we want to roll in. What are the, what are the coping mechanisms for stress and what do those look like? And that way you can identify yourself. Oh my gosh. Like I always default to this coping mechanism. I always default to this one. And maybe I can tweak that a little bit. Um, in myself. So I think identifying coping mechanisms, that way you could have tools when you leave this class will be super beneficial. Yeah. Why, uh, why should businesses care? Like, you know, at the end of the day, a question that, you know, if any executives are listening, um, you know, whether or not we're, we're not going to just assume that every executive is solely financially like focused, but also like sustainability is a thing like, and, you know, spending money on courses and trainings and different things like that's money. Is that going to help improve the bottom line? Is that going to help improve the margins? Is that going to help take care of, you know, financially take care of your team? Like how is stress actually going to be impacting the bottom line of a business? And so for the listeners that are thinking like, well, you know, people just need to deal with it on their own. That's not impacting our bottom line, like help, some of us understand how that's working. Yeah. So to me, 
really simple. When I just hurt, you know, as a leader and I'm listening to the simple definition of stress, of unclear expectations, not sure how you can meet a deadline, things like that. It made me reflect as a leader. All right. How am I causing stress as a leader onto my team? And, or so that's one piece. And then number two, if I know the coping mechanisms, if I know how to identify stress better, then I can identify that in my, then in my team better. And so what's important, why I think employers should take this seriously is because as leaders, we have to provide clear paths to the destination, right? Whether you're an owner, whether you're a supervisor, whether you're a frontline manager, whatever it is, you have to provide clarity to the team. And if it's not crystal clear where you're going, then the team can get frazzled and stressed. And where does that lead? That leads to burnout or that leads to uncertainty and uncertainty leads to, okay, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not good here. I need to go to the next company next door, whatever it is. And we're already experiencing a shortage. Uh, maybe not so much a shortage, but the great resignation like that we've been talking about in previous episodes. And so right now it's hard to retain talent. And so I think that if managers knew, if team members knew simple steps on how to reduce stress in their team, I think they're going to see a direct result as less turnover. So, and and that affects the bottom line. So that's why I think it's important for employers um, to, to invest in a class like this. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really well said. And you mentioned the great resignation and a big piece of why that's happened has been, you know, workplace stress, which has, is typically normal. Like there's, there's, I think historically there's always been a level of stress that comes with work. And so I was reading one study that initially showed, you know, that in times of, um, in times of like trauma or times, you know, like a pandemic, that's actually when people, they hold on to what they can. And so, um, that's why for, you know, during the shutdowns, there wasn't a lot of people resigning for like a, you know, maybe a six month period at the beginning of the pandemic. A lot of people were like, well, you know, a lot of people have lost, they've lost their jobs. I still have a job. And so even though I don't like it, and even though I was planning on resigning in three months to pursue something else, like I just need to hold on. And so you had this like buildup of, you know, six to nine months of where normally people would be moving on and quitting jobs and resigning and moving to other jobs because of normal workplace stressors, but they held on to it all. And so then now we're experiencing all of this like pent up. Um, and so that's why there was like this wave of resignations, um, because then in like, there was like the new new normal or whatever. So then you had tons of people resign. And I think as a result of all of that stress, you also have a lot of people that are dr- seriously rethinking like their career, what they want to do, career. everything. Um, yes. And so I think that that is really, really relevant. And, and everybody has, I want to talk about coping mechanisms a little bit because you mentioned that. Um, obviously, that's something that, the you know, a course or training would really go deep into. But um, everybody has healthy and unhealthy coping mechanisms um, and different things. But like, just at like a high level, like what are some things that if people are experiencing, you know, a lot of stress that they know is impacting their work life and their personal life right now, like what are some, you know, pointers or, you know, kind of resources you would point towards them? Mm -hmm. Well, I'll give you two things. Um, 
one I thought was so interesting listening to the professionals at the OSHA training institution and Red Rocks Community College was there are healthy and unhealthy coping mechanisms, right? And so one one um, coping mechanism, she said that the vast majority of people result to is shutting down. And um, that a lot of people, when when stress is at an all-time high, um, when things just aren't going your way, like a one default thing to do is to like shut down. And as a leader, as a coworker, I mean, if you spot that in somebody, if you see that, hey, when when there's a lot on this person's plate and their tendency is to shut down, it's just something you'll leave this class with better identification tools on, on, on in yourself and with other people. So I thought that that was really interesting, shutting down. Um, one thing, you know, there's healthy and unhealthy, but one thing is to take not so much shutting down, but to taking a pause, you know, taking a break and you don't necessarily have to shut your phone off, but if you need to just power that thing down for like 10, 15 minutes, so that way you, maybe you're overstimulated and you need to like, you need to shut everything down, your laptop, the phone, and you need to be in a peaceful state. That way you can recollect your thoughts and how, how, um, how did she put it? It's really interesting. We have so many things going on right now in our minds and our lives, right? We're almost like default to be multitasking at every single minute of your life. Like it feels normal to be multitasking now in days with technology at our fingertips. And so it's interesting what happens when our brain has nothing to be looking at in your hand, your phone, your laptop, your emails. And so kind of reflecting and um, getting unstimulated is something uh, to to keep in mind to do if you're just about to, <laughs> if you just need to take a second. And how I thought that these were really interesting as it relates to the workplace, because I, I told her, hey, like during accident investigations, incident investigations, Nine times out of 10, most people are like, I was rushed or maybe I wasn't even rushed by my supervisor. Like I was, I was rushing myself is initially how they'd put it is, you know, I was just hurrying. I was like in a, in just like a default work now, think later type of mindset, you know, stressed out. And I just, since I was stressed, I just went, I just were, I was going along with the movements and I wasn't putting much thought into this. And then bam, I smashed my finger. Boom. I slipped and fell. Now, now I broke my foot at work. Yeah. So, yeah, I think taking space just to disconnect and, you know, try and recognize how stimulated we often are and, you know, disconnecting from that is, is huge. All of this kind of factors into what we'd call like unseen hazards in the workplace. Is this talked about very often? No, this, this is, is one, one thing, thing that, that prior to 2022, 2022 
So on a consulting basis, let's say, when we're helping clients come up with their next year's uh, monthly safety meetings topics, let's say, for an example, like their 12-month topics for the year, um, we would do the basics, the OSHA compliance topics. And we would never put in there like the unseen hazards, but that's something that we're really focusing on with clients this year is that's great that we'll talk about the OSHA compliance stuff, but let's actually schedule a meeting for just this. It's called Mm -hmm. the unseen hazards. And it's somebody's emotional mindset that they're showing up at work as that day. And it's really interesting. Yeah. The unseen hazards. What would maybe some of those other unseen hazards other than stress be? Oh my gosh. Anger, frustration, um, anxiety, uh, when somebody, when your coworker is, you know, they, they came to work that day and they weren't in their best mindset, it maybe doesn't even have to be at home stuff, but it could be because what is in front of them, what's on their plate at work is really stressful. Like they're not sure. They're unsure. They don't have that clear path that we were talking about, about how they're going to get a project done. So since there's so much unknown to them, stress or work is really stressing them out. And some people's default is to get angry, is to be frustrated and hold anxiety and so those are, um, those are like the main emotions that when working with the local, uh, counseling facilities here in Weld County and talking to those psychologists and I'm like, Hey, when you're, when you're categorizing, uh, your, your typical worker, like oil and gas construction worker, what are they commonly in here to get seen for? What, what can you help them with? And she was like anger, frustration, anxiety, and stress. Yeah. Yeah. And those things they do, they impact our work, uh, the quality of our work, which then, you know, is going to impact our team. And, you know, we've, we've talked about it often on this show of how most incidents that happen and accidents that happen, like the training was there. It's all of these interpersonal things. And so, yeah. Yeah. um, but we've just been focusing on the training for so long. And we've just been focusing on like, here's what OSHA says you need to do. And it's like, what are all the other things that OSHA doesn't say you need to do? Um, you know, what are the mental health you know, what are the coping mechanisms? What are the stressors, the unseen hazards that are, um, potentially playing more of a role, um, in in some of these accidents. So I think this is, this is huge as as we kind of bring this conversation to a close. Um, you know, why, why are you so excited about this, this, this idea of this, you know, training that you guys are working on? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I'm really excited about this because the, first severe incident that I ever worked on. Um, I've talked about it in podcasts, but it's, it's the incident that really ironically helped true safety, uh, become true safety was when an employer on a North Dakota, uh, keep in mind, we're in Colorado for listeners. When a North Dakota company came out here and they were operating in Colorado, they called me and said, Hey, the uh, owner was like, Hey, I have a guy who mangled both of his hands off and he's in my passenger seat right now. Where's the local uh, hospital near here? And I worked on that incident investigation, but, um, after that gentleman, after his hand surgery and I was, uh, talking to him about how that day started, like, how did we get here? If we could 
rewind. How did this happen this morning? Like, I will never forget what he told me when he was like, all right, I started my day and my coworker like took my Mountain Dew. I don't remember what it was. Like took my Mountain Dew from the refrigerator. And then we started boxing. We, we got into a fist fight. And I remember writing in my incident investigation. I'm like, okay, like he took your Mountain Dew. Okay, what happened next? <laughs> and so like there was just anger and frustration. It's not that he didn't know to not he stuck a pole into an auger and he didn't lock it out. So it, um, it re-energized and it pulled his hands in and it mangled his fingers. So that's what happened, but it wasn't, he didn't need more lockout tag out training. He didn't need PPE training. There was anger. There was, there were human elements that happened that morning. There was anger. There was frustration. There was unknown. These two people didn't, didn't, they didn't get along. And because of that, the coworker even knew what he was doing. He knew that the injured employee was doing something wrong, but like turned a blind eye because they just got in a fight. They just got in a fist fight. They're not going to help each other. They're not going to be their brother's keeper. Mm -hmm. And so when there's this anger, frustration, stress, I feel like that's, that's how incidents happen. Yeah. And so I that, that that's why I'm excited. Kind of a long way to that answer. Yeah. That's why I'm excited because I think we need a when you look at incidents a little bit different. Well, this this training will certainly help and uh as this is, you know, I'll say as this is developed over the next couple of months, we'll continue to update our podcast audience cuz it'll be a fun be a fun thing to roll out and really important. So, um, I'm excited that, that you're working on this. So Apollonia, this has been wonderful. Thank you again for, uh, taking time out of your schedule for the podcast. Awesome. Yeah. I'll talk to you all soon. Thank you for listening to the true safety podcast with Apollonia Rockwell. If you are looking to save time and money with your safety program this year, we'd love to hear from you. Head to truesafetyservices.com slash podcast to schedule a free call with our team where we will help you identify the biggest opportunities for growth in your company and safety program and we'll connect you with the right resources to help you grow. Again, that is truesafetyservices.com slash podcast. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week. And if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and share with your friends. If you know anyone who needs to hear this episode today, Click the share button and send them this episode. 